Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Call it Duty Modern Warfare is here, and so is Mountain Dew. Roger that. Now you can unlock in-game rewards like only Dew can. Wait, what rewards? A Dew Operator Skin. Man, I love Operator Skins. Dual Double XP, and even Call of Duty Points. You're kidding me. Double XP and Call of Duty Points? This is incredible. I can't believe it. Soldier, get a hold of yourself. Oh, roger that. Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtndugaming.com for details and restrictions. Open to U.S. residents, 17 plus. Call of Duty points available on 12 and 24 packs and free 20 and 23. First time in a long time. The back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BBE on a TV set. When I'm in control on your road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Search Up Next, wherever you're finding us, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Patreon.com slash up next and Davey, where else can they find us? You can find us on youtube.com forward slash up next. We are there every Wednesday yes. night live at 10 30 to talk all about NXT and our lives. Do you know and just why? Hang out with you guys. Why, why do we talk about NXT? Um, because you, we are NXT friends. Friends! Oh, welcome back. Thank you. How you doing, lad? I'm okay, yeah. You all right? It's been a tough week, to be honest. Um, Yes. Obviously, I wasn't here last week, and um, uh, thank you to Scrump, who filled in Yeah, I got stuck with PWT cast Scrump. Yeah. uh, I haven't listened to the show, I've got to admit. Oh. Um, I'm guessing that you talked about Chipotle for about 20 minutes. I think maybe uh, 15. Brendan Fraser, maybe. Ooh, at least a mention. We? I don't know if him. we did. There was probably lack of that. And I'm pretty sure at one point you'd say, you see, you don't drink and smoke, but I do. <laughs> I'm Actually, pretty sure I'm that pretty was sure said at one point. We discussed how uh, he he and Okada jammed out to the Coco soundtrack. Oh, yeah. I, I told my girlfriend that. I, that's one of the sweetest stories. And, and we talked about how uh, I accidentally took him to a rave here in Toronto when he visited by accident. One time. Right. The one upstairs hideout. Nest? Rest in peace. Yeah. Yes. Uh, rest in peace, all the bars in I your know. local areas. I Holy, know. we're stuck inside. But yes, welcome back. Uh, rest in peace, Flick, uh, one more time. Pour a little out. Drink a little. Shoot yeah. Up, um, smoke one out. Yeah, a bit of a shitty week. Last yeah. Tuesday, um, I was at my girlfriend's and we were like cooking dinner. I was writing the impact report and uh, our beautiful cat, who we haven't had long, um, managed to get herself outside 
and was on the balcony and slipped. Uh. And we are um, 15 stories up. Uh. So it wasn't good. And um, Kim's kind of been living here at the BDE right. uh, for the last week. Um, so hence, that's why if you're on the YouTube room, we're in a different room right now. We're in the BDE, the, the Brady's room. We're in the Brady's room. The Bracement. Um, but yeah, it's not been an easy week. It's been very kind of up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I'm kind of ready to try and um, get back into the swing of things. Get but, back in. Well, uh, we feel for you, everyone you. here. And thank you for everyone who like sent messages and stuff. That's very sweet. Yes, all of our up next experts, all of our listeners here. Uh, we are an NXT podcast, but we totally talk about other shit. And yeah. we, we do thrive on being your friends. So we friends. we lost one t- this we week. Did. So, yeah. uh, But you're back. We're here to talk about some wrestling. Yeah. We're still in quarantine. We are. The world is ending. We got UFOs. We got coronavirus. And we got fucking murder hornets. I... What's um, going on? So I've got, like, a little uh, chat group on Facebook, which right. is uh, dedicated to chat about um, TV, film, video games, pop culture. Nerd stuff. It's, it's basically a, a, a spin-off from our wrestling chat where we're like, hey, we want right. to, like, dedicate... There's, like, a sports chat as well. And I realized this week, because we were having a chat about random stuff, um, this year is the writer's strike season of years. Yeah. It's just... It's terrible. So you're saying it, God just fucked off. It, it's God's, <laughs> God's fucked off. He's been on strike. Whoever, whoever's writing this season and whoever's Damn. left are jumping the shark left, right and center. <laughs> They're like, uh, what about if um, murder hornets then came down the to attack them? Well, have you heard about these murder hornets? Of course. That's what I just said. The murder hornets. I'm oh. scared that they apparently might come to Canada too. We could be all dying it's, I, I'm dreading to think, Boy, oh like, I'm, for Christmas this year, I'm totally picturing Bill Goldberg just ripping off people's heads as Santa. It's, like, it's going to be Santa's sleigh. It's Santa. Because if you think, this is, on, this is only chapter five of this, is chapter of this 12 five, year, man. 12 chapter story. Um, yeah. 2020 is the end of the world. It could be. Knowing this is it, like this is this is how it all goes down. The, the, the chat room are kind of uh, disagreeing. One person says this is the Vince Russo year. It is, of, it sucks. which I I would say is the same as the writers' strike season. Um, but Eric Marco thinks this would be the most compelling season finale, series finale oh, in TV yeah. history. You just end it on a fucking everyone die, the big blow up. It's like. Coronation Street was just a, a, a no, fucking it, old lady show, and then they had explosions and train crashes. You know what time. it's going to end up as? The ultimate fuck you. Uh, and maybe, I, I don't care, I might alienate, alienate fans here, but it's going to be Trump was right the whole time, <laughs> and Trump is our saviour. <laughs> and that's like, honestly, the way this year's going, that's how you'd finish it. Wait, you're saying he's not? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I'm drinking White Claws, which are, is not... Uh, Purell. I'm not ingesting Purell, but I'm ingesting these White Claws because they're now available in Canada and we'd love them. They're so fantastic. We, we, That's the only good thing about 2020 is we get these things in Canada. We, now, we got the, the lime ones out of the way first because they're, they're the worst. They're the worst. Who they're likes the bad, lime ones? but they're not good. If you like lime White Claws, I can't trust you. I can't. Sorry. It's broken. But still, you'd buy a lime White Claw over another brand vodka soda in yeah, a nicer flavor, I did. right? Yeah. But if you if you like lime white claw, then maybe you might want to get tested for coronavirus because I heard you don't have taste. Oh. <laughs> um, 
I tell you what I did try, which was pretty good. Okay. Uh, I think it might be the Socialite brand, but it's oh, I don't know uh, smoked pineapple and hibiscus. <laughs> smoked? This it sounds was, bougie. It was so good. Okay. I it's in know, one man. of the like the thinner cans, like I the cottage spring size cans. But yeah. Nice. Uh, nice. well other other than your week last week, how are you doing? What's going on? I'm alright. We're in quarantine. We're hanging out in the BDE. We go for walks. The weather's, weather's getting good. I'd never realized our next door neighbor has like a cherry blossom tree in their front yard. And it's sprung right in front of our like thing. It's beautiful. I think I've never... Cherry blossom trees are lovely. I think I've never been... Because here in the city, mm-hmm. uh, Trinity Bellwoods obviously has all the... High Park. Uh, High Park, is yeah. it? Um, have all the cherry blossom yeah, trees. Yeah, wrong. And they're, they're happening right now, but they're all blocked off. Because it's a thing. Every year people want those photos for people Instagram. People are breaking in right now. Um... My street back home just has a load of them. So I... I <laughs> okay, sure. I'm like, well, thanks, bro. But, like, I take them for granted. I guess I'm like, you do. Why are people jumping fences yeah. to take a photo of a tree that's just been out of my house wow. all these years? Um, no, I, I'm pretty good. I've been going on some nice walks because mm-hmm. it's been beautiful outside. Although, apparently, it's, it's meant to snow again this Don't, weekend. I hope not. So that's kind of shitty. Um, but, yeah, we, I, it was my turn to cook this week. Yeah. Um, but we, uh, with me being off last week, we've been slightly behind on our schedule. So we recorded our Love Simon Up Yours episode for the Patreon yeah. today. With Talk about our this. man Neil. We're a wrestling podcast, but our Patreon gets wild. We do so many crazy things. We talk about some in-depth, nerdy Japanese wrestling from years ago. We talk about all sorts of stuff. We're doing Godfather later this month. Uh, but uh, one of our world champ patrons uh, chose a movie I, we both never seen. Uh, came out a few years ago called Love, Simon. It's basically uh, like a John Hughes movie that's made in 2018. But uh, focuses on a like it's like the first time ever like a gay protagonist. It's a coming the main, of age and yeah. a coming out story. Yeah, uh, um, so not necessarily my eyebrow raised when it was chosen to watch, but uh, I, we gave it a watch and we gave it a fair review, and we both kind of like enjoyed the movie quite. It was pretty good. It was a lot of fun. So we watch all sorts of like random shit mm. on our Patreon. Our Patreon's insane. We did our best match ever. Well, I just wanted to say why oh. we were oh yeah sorry doing yeah that. so. Um, yeah, so we watched that today and recorded that today. So normally this would be my turn to cook. Oh, sorry. Yeah, true. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, because of lack of time, and I was like, fuck it, I just want to get takeout. And um, up next, takeout, takeover. It's takeout, takeover. Um, we ordered from a restaurant nearby that used to be a regular app before all this happened. Uh, so I thought I'd kind of want to pop my head in. Yeah. And we ordered a load of stuff from a place called Happer and uh, really tasty. I was hoping that maybe they'd sneak me a cheeky drink when i was ah, there just for old time's sake uh, but alas that didn't happen what what's uh, the whiskey i get there uh, santori yeah is it for good times yeah make it santori um but yeah that was that so we've had happa japanese kind of barbecue yeah. food today which was very very tasty it was we we decided to do some uh, up next takeout and it was lit um that i've been cooking a lot that's i said it i've been saying it on every show i've just been like coming up with crazy things uh a friend of mine wanted um, pizza tacos, so I made some pizza tacos. They were interesting. Okay, they were pretty good, but like, what's a pizza taco? So it's a sorry, I did spaghetti tacos and pizza tacos. They sound terrible. Well, they were pretty. They were interesting. <laughs> I like both. I like all of those things, yeah. but I don't yeah. know. I know. I know. It's weird, but don't knock it till you try. It's true. Kind of thing. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but these days, anything can be a taco. Uh, anyone can be a chef right now. Um, 
I've I've also learned that uh, I'm not, I've never been like an online shopper, but mm. this this quarantine is making me a changed man. And uh, I ordered a new keyboard. Yes. Off Amazon. I never use Amazon. I've had a gift card for like a year and a half, but I used it. Bought myself a keyboard. Bought myself a new Support dresser. Support the small businesses, you know. <laughs> Throw that Jeff Bezos a buck or two. <laughs> yeah, I know. But In these times of need. It's because I had the gift cards. I I, it's because I had the gift cards. Hey, honestly. I ordered from Amazon too. I, I am Amazon Prime. Yeah. I shouldn't be. I know. I'm sorry, but I am. So. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, um, if you go on my Twitter at the Brady, I tweeted out, um, like I make beats on the side and stuff. So since I'm in quarantine, I'm bored as hell. So I've been putting together like a bunch of stuff. And, uh, if anyone, I don't know, knows anyone who wants to make music and stuff or anything along those lines, you know what it sounds like you're saying? What am I saying? It sounds like you're saying we are officially throwing our names in the hat for the WH Park post Perez theme tune competition. Me and you? Yeah. I'll make let's the do beat. It. You you sing? I'll rap and sing. I'll you'll be, rap? I'll be like a little Ed Sheeran, me. Uh, I heard he said uh, because it's about it's a podcast about Japanese wrestling. Yeah. Perez um, that uh, he doesn't want any wind chimes or uh, like uh, what is it like flutes or flutes, things gongs. So we're going to do a song with flutes, gongs and <laughs> chimes and all those things, right? Cuz we're respectful, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, no. yeah. It's uh, I'm I'm hoping uh, brother Nate enters that because yeah. I love his Christmas. Song. I don't want to. I don't want to enter because I want to give like other people. I want someone else to oh, do it. Oh, cocky! You sound like you sound like you were before the Mario Kart tournament. You sound like, <laughs> I don't want to enter that. No, but I think I it's more give fun. Other people I think it's more fun if <laughs> if if a fan, even our own theme. Shout out uh, Shaheen, shout out Warren D, shout out Daniel for the 8-bit and synth ones. I like the fact that like I helped orchestrate and put all these things and I was executive, I produced and put mm. it all together. And that was amazing for me, even as like a music head as myself, to kind of put it together. So uh, yeah, enter WH Park, friend of pro wrestling, post wrestling rather, and his team contest. But yeah, if you want to check out some of the stuff I made, go on my Twitter and... Uh, you can find it there. But I've been, I ordered a keyboard. I ordered a new dresser. I got to put it together. I'm You've just... got a SoundCloud now, I saw. Yeah, right. that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't remember the, the link to oh. it already. But I, I found this beautiful thing called Linktree, which is amazing. It links you all. So if you go to my Twitter, it links it there. It's beautiful. Okay. It's great. Um, so I've just been keeping busy with that, watching wrestling. I got Crave. I've been watching The Sopranos, as I've been mentioning. Paulie from The Sopranos is my idol. Mm-hmm. You told me he was actually in The Mob, which is crazy. Yeah. So I'm obsessed with that. I've been cooking, been chilling, been still working a few days a week uh, at my other job. So uh, I've been, it's, it's okay. I'm just. I miss going out. I miss going to the bars. I think that's the main thing. It's dancing. I've I'm been not, throwing my own dance parties. I'm not missing work at all. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but I know some people are. Yeah. I know some people are. I'm perfectly fine with keeping myself busy at home um, by doing, well, doing things like this, reading a book, watching a film, going for a walk, going for a run. <clears throat> like, I'm fine. I can fill a week, times-wise, easy. It's... It's yeah. It's not the. It's the social aspect that yeah. I lack. Yeah. Um, I think everyone's going to come out of this thing when we get out of it. If we get out of it, um, everyone's going to be more like social and more. It's going to take a long time, but when it finally everything is finally the dust settles and everything, people will be like urging to go and shoot their shot more often. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. Right? Like, like you know what I mean? Like, hey, this could be the end of all things or something. Mm. So just do whatever you want to do, but you know, watch your hands and stay six feet apart or whatever it is. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, yeah. We have a... Uh, we mentioned Love, Simon. We have a pretty packed month 
on the Patreon. This it's week. weird. So our, our Patreon is insane. So we did that movie, which is like, okay, very not wrestling oriented at all. But a patron picked it and we did it. And you know what? We had a lot of fun. One of our best shows. That'll be out later sometime this week. But also we did our best match ever, Masawa Kawada. That was out. We did so many fun shows in the past month. Uh, the the Ric Flair, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat thing is still in my mind. I, we've been watching so much wrestling. I think it's ruined some wrestling for me from watching <laughs> the series of such good shit. We did a show on that, which was amazing. Um, and and I did a show of Was Next with John Ceno, associate producer of Up Next, where we went back and watched some old NXT and we found a hidden gem of uh, CM Punk and Ono and Cesaro and Seth Rollins in there. It was wild. Um, but this upcoming month, we did Love, Simon. But we go from Love, Simon to another Up Next show, 8 Mile. 8 Mile. We've, we're doing The Godfather this month. We're oh, looking boy. at old TNA. Someone we're doing locked a, hey, it's, we're, we're lockdown. Lockdown. We're in a lockdown, um, so we're doing a lockdown. This is actually such a good month to, to join because just the way the calendar falls, it's five weeks worth of shows. Sure. So for five bucks, you can get uh, five weeks of worth of shows from this month and everything we've done previous. Yeah. Um, I've just uploaded the uh, the review of the pilot of Lost. I'm doing like a little mini series, a three part series. Get Lost. Looking. Oh, I thought you were doing Gilligan's Island. <laughs> Sorry, wrong show. Um, looking at the whole sh- series of Lost, and we uploaded the pilot on the free feed. And the next two shows are going to be available on on the Patreon for all tiers. So even the Cruiserweight tier, two or five for just two dollars five cents. And uh, we're going to be looking at kind of next week is just uh, the show in general and all of the crazy theories and our favorite episodes. And then we'll be releasing the uh, the review of the finale and our thoughts on the end, whether we loved it, whether we hated mm. it, how we feel about it 10 years later. And I got a lovely message from a listener of John and Ways earlier today who has just signed up to our Patreon because he goes, hey, I don't watch NXT. So I never listened to you guys, ah. but I wanted to listen to your lost stuff. So clicked on and saw you do all this other stuff. So we do our Patreon Thank is you. way more kind of pop culture than purely wrestling. Yes, um, we get we get super in depth. Like we we kind of do go all over whether we pick stuff to review, whether it be movies or like our up yours where the world champs pick stuff and like this this month is crazy considering it's godfather eight mile and we've done wrestling and uh way ting has picked a movie that's going to be down in the future there's more wrestling picks down the line but uh we're doing a watch along on our youtube youtube.com slash up next as we are live after nxt every wednesday we're going live for money in the bank uh on sunday and then doing a review after and then going live for double or nothing later in the month for AEW because we do our AEW reviews every thursday and up next which is on our patreon as well um so that's crazy month but forget all that there's a bigger show oh i think it's time we 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 let the cat out the bag okay we we created a show called best match ever and that's my favorite podcast to do especially in quarantine i get so fucking bored so i just roll a big bat smoke it not eat it smoke it and uh I, I put on some old wrestling and I just get lost into the, some crazy stuff. And we went back and we were watching a bunch of like uh, Four Pillars, Kenta Kabashi, all that stuff. And we watched a, one guy who kept showing up in a bunch of these matches called Stan Hansen. Some would say the GOAT, the guy with the best lariat. And we said, well, we instantly got to do a best match ever of Stan Hansen. Yeah, the way we've been kind of structuring our best match ever over the last few months is trying to mix it up as best we can. So we'll have like a kind of WWE best match ever. Yeah. And then we're looking at stuff that 
we haven't necessarily seen before. Right. So a lot of it is like 90s All Japan, so, which we hear is like one of the greatest eras of wrestling. But as to millennials, we've never really... So get touched. this, we thought, well, we don't know too much. We're, 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 we know a lot about wrestling, but we don't know too much about this guy named Stan Hansen, who's supposed to be this epic, legendary wrestler. We thought, well, usually we can do digging and find out what's good and stuff. So we're compiling a list of the best matches, but someone's going to teach us all about Stan Hansen. Someone's going to join us for best match ever, and it's the goat of wrestling journalism. John Pollock. Who? Yeah, that's right. John Pollock's going to join us for and just nerd out over some old school wrestling later this month on our Patreon. This sounds like so much fun. You know why it sounds like fun? Because John asked to be on the yeah. show. That's I'm, how you know. I'm really looking forward to this one because I I listen to John have to talk about this shit Raw that's going on yeah. every week and SmackDown and um, spoilers. I, I I think John might be a bit of a, a nerd as well when so, it comes to wrestling so as soon so, as you heard about this is definitely the nerdy show we get super nerdy on this show so in my opinion five dollars to listen to that show coming out in a few weeks instantly enough <laughs> and then it helps us out in the time we need uh so i'm super excited for that uh we're gonna nerd out over some old school wrestling and we'll come up with some other ideas for the future for best match ever because we just love watching some old school wrestling watching the matches rating them seeing what they're ranked on certain websites and by certain journalists and compare give our thoughts and we we don't always agree on which one no. we think is the best one so it's it's awesome we've done so many different ones including one this week which we're doing recording tomorrow i think mm. best match ever money in the bank matches yeah, so we're going to be looking at the best matches from the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. Yes. Um, now, I flicked on the network earlier today, and it looks like they're kind of stealing our shit, because oh. there was a best of Money in the Bank thing. I, I mean, yeah, on. whatever. But we're not necessarily <laughs> looking at all the ladder matches. Right. Um, obviously, a lot have taken place over the years at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just looking at the pay-per-view in general, which... In looking back, there were some classic matches. Instantly, everyone's screaming at us, well, yeah, there's one. That's the best one. Yeah, we know. Yes. John Cena, CM Punk. CM Punk. We're going to talk about it. Um, but there are so many others as well. Like, Money in the Bank quickly became kind of the... It made the big four pay-per-views kind of a big five. Mm-hmm. It's a staple in the calendar. It is now. And I feel, um, whereas you have, like, your Hell in a Cells and TLCs where you're killing the gimmick... Money in the Bank still, it's kind of like a Raw Rumble. It's, oh, I'm excited. See yeah, who's going to get it? For sure. It's, it's a fresh start of, it's kind of resetting the calendar almost of yep. uh, storylines and things. But there have been some great singles matches as well there. And I'm, I've watched a bunch in prep and I'm yeah. very excited for this show. It's yeah. going to be a lot of fun. So we're recording that on Sunday. We'll be talking, we're recording that tomorrow, sorry. And we'll be putting that out and it's going to be all the Money in the Bank matches. There's a few sick ones. We watched some Kevin Owens, Cena. Punk Cena, there's some ladder matches, some cool stuff. Cody AJ Rhodes. Styles has had a couple of really good matches. Yeah, Cody Rhodes and some ladder matches there mm. before his jump to AEW. Crazy stuff. We'll be re- reviewing all those this, this We've week. We've got Heath Slater, Justin Gabriel, <laughs> Wade Barrett. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I also accidentally watched, accidentally watched, uh, I think it was Kelly Kelly and Taryn Terrell versus Michelle McCool and Lay- Layla. Best match ever? It, we, we'll probably bring it up. We'll probably bring it up. We probably won't. Um, and then, of course, our AEW reviews every Thursday. And, uh, yeah, so we're doing so much. But join us for our watch-along of Money in the Bank this Sunday because that will be a lot of I love those things. Those are so much fun. Yeah. YouTube.com forward slash up next. Grab some White Claws or beers or coffee or tea or Whatever juice. It is. Whatever it is. Yeah. Pack a 
packet of chips. Yeah. Sit back. Smoke a bowl. And as I said on the Lost Review, watch 12 idiots run up a corporate building to grab a briefcase on a roof. Wow. Like, what else are you going to do this Sunday? Come yeah, on. exactly. Yeah. So come hang out. Come hang out. <laughs> Should we get a briefcase and hang it in the BDE? Sure. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've been playing WWE 2K19 and we created the BDE Championship. And uh, I've, I've altered a, a, an awesome download of Hangman Page. We don't play 2K20 because fuck that shit. Yeah. So Hangman Page is the longest reigning BDE champion. We, we tend to do... I've downloaded so many like AEW and New, New Japan. Japan wrestlers and all Japan wrestlers from over the years that we'll just do a 30-man Royal Rumble solely of non-WWE guys and... For some reason, I'm hooked on being Hangman. And it's then... a lot of fun. Hangman's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I looked up a video of best kind of custom matches because okay. I love the custom matches. One we've got to try, an Iron Man ladder match. Sorry, an Iron Man table match. <laughs> so you just keep putting people keep through tables. People oh, through tables. I love it. it sounds that sounds great. Yeah, yeah, let's do that tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's how we, we're finding our time here. You got Fire Pro. We got to try. It was on sale. Um PlayStation had this crazy, like, 75% off, uh, like, Japanese games. Okay. So, I got a... uh, I got a Naruto game, uh, because my girlfriend loves Naruto. Yeah. Um, That's, I believe, is kind of like Smash Brothers, like, kind of arcade-y. White Claw. That was, like, four bucks. I got, um, yeah, and I got Fire Pro Wrestling. I'm I'm debating whether to get the um, Stardom expansion obviously pack. yeah it has julia in it yeah, i don't Does think that have i don't think julia is in it that Kyrie? it's got hannah kimura and so it as have long EO? as it's got hannah kimura or eo no I th- it's pretty recent the game be a priestly yes be a priestly oh, great I, I you never heard of buns trading or pals yeah. trade zone i had this basket of beer that i have and i don't really drink beer so i put it on there finally to get rid of it and i asked for two playstation playstation 2 controllers because I have Here Comes the Pain and I want to play it. I have a PS2, but my controllers are broken. So this guy did, we did a contactless trade where I put it down and he comes and you do it all, you know, weird, don't, six feet apart, whatever. And uh, the controllers are like in great condition. And then I go to grab my PS2 to plug it all in and I can't find my PS2. <laughs> so I either lost it in a move when we moved here or it's somewhere in storage. Ugh. I don't know. So, so now need, I have controllers. What can you trade for a PS2? He gave me controllers and a few games like San Andreas, which I already have still. But like, it was a good trade. Uh, but now I don't have the system. I don't I'm, know where it is. I have Here Comes the Pain somewhere. It's, it's crazy that game. it's it's 2020 and you can pretty much get whatever you want quickly now. Yeah. And the Switch. Is that it gone? I'd have bought it. I'd have bought it by now. We I just know. We just gave the, the Switch back to our friend. Yeah. And I'd have... Totally bought a Switch by now. Fuck. And you can't find them anywhere. No. It's crazy. We'll start a Kickstarter for us to send us a Switch. But nowhere. It's not <laughs> available know, anywhere. Yeah. You can't. I know. The Kickstarter ter- will do jack. Yeah. It's um, trying times. So we should are. just... We should play the snares a bit more and... Not the snare. What is it you Genesis. Got? Genesis. Yeah. We got the Genesis. I, oh, I, I would Mega play, Drive it was uh, in the UK. To be honest, you can see it right here in my room. The I was playing the N64. I busted okay. the N64. I was playing Super Mario 64. I was creaming it. Um, we played GoldenEye last week. Oh yeah, I was week. watching you. Yeah, you got so terrible. mad. I got yeah. <laughs> you get, I, I'm really good at it. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm, I'm good at it. So we'll play some N64 in the in the near future. But uh, that's what we've been doing. Yeah, I guess we should talk about this show. Shouldn't I we? guess so. I guess we'll talk about what some people here are actually here to listen to, and not just to hear us talk about random shit. But some people just turn it off when we talk about the wrestling. It's weird. 
Yeah. We have a variation of crafts. <laughs> but uh, if you're here, the whole thing. I know my you. brother Thank just you. tunes in for the beginning. He's like, hey, we don't talk all the time, but I know what's going on just from your 20 minutes at the beginning. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, just before we start. Oh, boy. Just a quick, my, my brother is like the head of a physio department okay. at a hospital in the UK, uh, yeah. the NHS. And they got a video sent to them from Hugh Grant. Oh, uh, goat. This week. Um, apparently one of my brother's team worked on the film Senna. Um, okay. Have you seen Senna? Mm-mm. It's the, about the racer. It's the same director as the Amy Winehouse film. I think Steven Gerrard has just had a film out about him, like a documentary guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but So he's mates with Hugh Grant. And Hugh Grant sent my brother this hilarious video, um, the- which I'll show you after the show. But pretty cool. Hugh Grant. I love Hugh Grant. Just saying, like, keep doing what you're doing. And that's to everyone out there, all you uh, essential workers and that's wrestlers. Right. Uh, <laughs> keep doing what you're doing. Um, I like Hugh Grant late, er, since uh, he did something a few years ago. I think I talked about it. The very English scandal. Right. He was he was playing Thorpe, uh, po- famous politician. That was that was awesome. But I know him from his older movies because he was he was huge here. Even oh in, he, yeah, he was huge yeah. for a while. Um, Wow, I wish. Why, why don't we start sending out? We have to. We are b- backlogged on our videos that we send people. Boy, yeah, we, we need to. You, you'd have thought when we went into this kind of lockdown, we'd have had more time to kind of send yeah. our thank yous. But we we will get round to it. We still promise, and we feel bad because we haven't. But uh, I guess we will send our thank yous. I guess we should talk about NXT. Yes, NXT, WWE, NXT. From May, so he looks rough though. Doesn't oh, you're he? sending me Hugh Grant. Oh, yeah, it's you. He's still, <laughs> he, moms everywhere loved Hugh Grant, right? <laughs> you you want to make a joke so bad about? So oh, he's but, just <laughs> had a heavy quarantine by the looks of it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know what he's been getting up to. I knew what he would get up to in the real world. Who knows what Hugh Grant's getting up to? Best match ever, Hugh Grant movies. <laughs> <laughs> Four weddings and a funeral, maybe. That's probably the one. I uh, love actually. Oh, I've never seen it in full. It's a good film. I just know my boys in it from the IT crowd. Notting Hill is a good one as well. Notting Hill? Oh, yeah. Julie Roberts. Roberts. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Sorry. Right. Yes. (laughs) NXT review. (laughs) NXT from May 6th, 2020. It starts off with a few video packages for tonight's stacked card, if you ask me. The card tonight looks great. Now, I was chatting to uh, one of my friends earlier about this. Do you think this would have been a takeover? Because they've been doing takeovers in the past, piggybacking off of Money in the Bank weekend. <laughs> but obviously they switched the dates around this year with Money in the Bank being early. True. Um, so this kind of was felt like a takeover card, really. Yeah. Uh, but like it semi. It just didn't feel like it when watching it. Once we watched it. But on paper, you've got the Adam Cole Velveteen Dream match that's been built up for a while. Io Shirai Charlotte has been built up for a while. Um, and Gargano back in action. It it kind of semi-felt <laughs> like it, but definitely didn't deliver. No. Like after watching it, this was not a takeover. But on paper, this was the more appealing show of... Ooh, I don't know, this because you got Matt Hardy on AEW. Cool. Like, I don't know, I think like, that's a I, I'm really enjoying AEW, but on paper, I'd say this is the more appealing show. Uh, we say it on our Thursday Up Next shows, but I've been enjoying AEW more than I've been enjoying NXT. Me too. And we are your NXT people, so that says a lot. Like, we're, 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 we're honest. We, we're, yeah. we just say how it is, how we, we see shit. But uh, NXT is in a bit of a lull, but maybe here tonight... I, I actually enjoyed tonight's episode. Okay. So um, we start with a match. 
Johnny Gargano. Now, if you want to be negative on NXT, you can start here because Johnny Gargano comes out to a new Titantron, new gear, new kind of look, and new heel music. Oh my God! R.I.P. Rebel Heart. This Rebel Heart no longer here. You know what? I'm okay with that because the time when Johnny Gargano wins our hearts again and that music hits, ah. it's going to be beautiful. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm thinking about it too, nerd. But uh, yeah, so he's got this like metal rock kind of vocal sample music. It's kind of generic. I don't know. Maybe it'll grow on us, but maybe it'll fit the character with him and Candice. Um, I don't know. His gear... I, I, was I need in- to listen to it a few more times because I remember first time I heard Rebel Heart and I was like, really? Yeah. That's your theme? And then it grew on me. And then I was like, oh, this theme's good. Yeah. So, I don't know. I need to hear this a bit more, but, but it didn't grab it me right away. Yeah. R.I.P. this Rebel Heart. And then Johnny tweeted about it after being like, ha ha, fuck you, Marks, which I love. Johnny's the goat, but uh, this music's going to have to grow on me. Uh, so he's also His gear is always superheroes, right? And I'm trying to see that maybe his gear is, is villain-inspired, but I mm. couldn't quite picture it. Is it Mr. Freeze? Is it something? I, I don't know. I'm not sure, because he normally just saves that for takeovers. Right. He normally wears more generic gear. But sometimes for... even those are, like, inspired slightly with the colors and the mm. schemes. I don't know. Like, yeah, I could only <laughs> see maybe Mr. Freeze, Silver Surfer. Gargoyles. Like something, something. I'm telling you, someone's maybe. gonna dig on it. Something's it looked cool, though. It. it was a good color. Like switching away from, I normally think of him in like, kind of black and red or. That he kind looked of, cool. He, he looked. Look he good. looked healed. I, I think his gear was improving. But For Gargano sure. has the task of going up against Dominic Dijakovic. Gargano's gear has the the letters T J G W. Tonight, Johnny Gargano wins. Obviously. Um, and Dijakovic just randomly called Gargano out on his shit and wanted a match, and we're getting it here tonight. Um, Gargano is just being tossed around early on in this match by Dominic Dijakovic. The size difference is crazy. He's throwing Johnny around, tossing him, hoofing him, whatever you want to call it, um, and then does his like time to fly suplex throw. Um, as he's beating him down, Candice LeRae kind of appears ringside and, and watching and kind of distracts Dijakovic. And uh, there's some sort of like flying tope from Johnny, which then they go to break. When they come back, Johnny's got a sleeper. There's cyclone kicks. There's super kicks. There's a choke slam bomb for two from Dijakovic. There's then a moonsault miss where he lands on his feet, then super kicks Johnny. There's then a power bomb countered into a Rana, into the exposed per- turnbuckle. Johnny then slings himself into the ring with the slingshot DDT, which they're calling uh, the final beat. Yes. Since he beat Champa And Johnny Gargano with this final beat pins Dijakovic with the slingshot DDT. Johnny Gargano wins, celebrates with Candice LeRae, um, this was fine, but it didn't quite get to what no, I thought it would be. There's definitely a better Gargano versus Dijakovic <laughs> match in there because yeah. I, I really like both guys. But me too. Um, but also, this these guys shouldn't be seen as equals. Really, Gargano is one of your top guys, and he's just had a heel turn. Dijakovic's great. I love him, but it should be a an easier win for Gargano here. Yeah. Like, in the pecking order. It was. He Gargano's, beat him with the DDT. Exactly. So, um, but I feel there is, down the line, one day, a bigger match here. But it was fine. I just find it... I don't know. I, I definitely feel those extra wrestlers ringside in an AEW show help. They just sure. add something. Yeah. Um, this was... This was good. This was solid. 
but it didn't quite get it there for me. No, and I and I, I like both these guys, and you know Johnny is one of the best. He's one of my favorites. For sure, but he's yeah. yeah. I still like the direction where he's going with the heel, everything. Go forward with that. Why not? Absolutely. Now's the time to try Candace it. Candice looked great as well. She's changed her look up a little bit as well. They they look good together, and it's going to be... It's all that Caesar salad they're eating. Absolutely. Uh, it's going to be a better dynamic. I'm interested with them, really. Just go all in with it now. You're, you're go in what? Go all in yeah. with it now. Yeah, thought so. Uh, someone who likes to go all in, Matt Riddle... There's a replay of him being attacked on the Newly Bro show with uh, Speed's Not My Thing. Uh, and we see Imperium, the ones who attacked Matt Riddle and Thatcher. And they're doing a little video here talking to us. They say that they are the force. They've been here. They've been the force, but they've been looked over. You see, we don't even know who his new partner is. What's his name? That? F- Thatcher? That Tim? Who? We don't... Which is funny because of their history prior to WWE NXT. Um, they say that that was a pathetic game show and that these two as champions are embarrassing and that we're going to bring respect back to this sport and that we are Imperium. So they're challenging Riddle and Thatcher to a tag team title match. Which is going to be a fantastic match. Um, Hope it gets the time it deserves. It's next week. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that match would be great. And I think it will be a good... thing for Thatcher who knows these guys well knows Marcel Bartel pretty well um that rhymed does it Marcel Bartel pretty well yeah he knows Marcel yeah, Bartel I'm, very well it, we could put that in our WH Park rap rap yeah. yeah um so yeah I think it will be a really good match and I I hope it's a better showing for Thatcher than um than the other week against Undisputed yeah. which I know there were people higher up on that than I than we were but we we both kind of felt that wasn't the best showcase for him. Yeah, I agree. Um, but no, hopefully I, next week it will be a harder hitting match, I think, against those guys. Yes, uh, it, it is we, later we, announced. Yeah. Uh, later announced that it is a tag team title match between these two teams. Um, I think I, I like this. It's the classic. Uh, we're foreign heels, and their music is playing in the background. They're doing their their pose with their thing. I, I don't know if they were playing the foreign card uh, too much. They though. got thick accents, and and the way. But, hey, come on! Like you can't hide your accent. I know. I know. If you're, it's but, clearly what they were going for, though. With the different angles, oh, black not, and white kind of style. Mm, not so much. No, I disagree. Like, like I want respect of the sport because back home, you know, kind of thing, you know? For sure. But it's not them speaking in their language sure. to get a boo right. and saying, oh, all you Americans have disrespected sure. the pure European wrestling. Right. It's which not that. I like that they didn't do that. Um, I just got that, that vibe because I, I like these They two. are heels who are foreign, but I don't know if I... If you're foreign, you're heel. I mean, yeah. (laughs) It's WWE. (laughs) Uh, Most of the time. Hey, that's not English. Boo him. (laughs) Boo that man. What? He's what? He's Canadian? (laughs) USA. USA. Uh, So we'll see that match next week. We see Io Shirai. She's backstage. She's getting prepared for her matchup tonight because she's going one-on-one with the queen, Charlotte Flair, for the women's championship. I'm so excited. But we'll get there because out comes... Tattooed Jack. Tattoo Jack is back. Tattoo Jack came back. Uh, cruiserweight championship interim, whatever you want to call it, tournament is happening right now. Tattoo Jack is here, uh, and we 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 had a little tear in our eye when Tattoo Jack comes out. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I know we just mentioned him, but W H Park always gets upset when we make fun of him. Oh, he always messages me going like, "Stop bullying him." Right. I like his tattoos. Oh, you like Tattoo Jack? He likes Tattoo Jacks. Imagine W H Park just rips off his shirt and he's got like he's got a 
He's like, oh, I've been waiting to show you guys this. You'd have some real bad ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tattoo Jack, or as some people call him, Ed Sheeran. Little Ed Sheeran. He looks like little Ed Sheeran. He's bigger than Ed. Is he bigger than Ed Sheeran? No, I mean just Ed Sheeran's little. Yeah. Right, yeah. Ed Sheeran also has chest tattoos. Oh, his We've tattoos talked about it on the show before, yeah. but someone, ple- if you don't understand what I'm talking about, just look it up. Tattoo Jack Gallagher. I know I'm, we're making fun of him, but I like this look. I want a ship on my chest. I think it's cool. Legit. Like, no, no, no sell. What's, what's worse, his or, or Cody's? Cody's. Mm. I don't know. It's debatable. At least you can wear a shirt and cover the True. Like, you can't. What are you going to cover the neck thing with? What's he, how's he going to go to an onsen if he goes to Japan? Come on, what are you doing? Um, so Tattoo Jack's in this tournament against Akira Tozawa. And uh, these two kind of go for like a little bit of a scrum early on here. And Tattoo Jack, like, now I'm just calling him that like, casually, not it's even as a fine, joke. Wow, <laughs> jeez. Did you hear how casual I just said that? <laughs> Tattoo Jack catches him up in the air, pops him up, and does a Samoan drop, which was really cool. Um, Akira Tozawa fights back and hits just a beautiful German, just killing him. Like, he landed on his neck. Um, and there's pop-up Ranas to both guys. There's chop battles on the apron. Um, Akira Tozawa then DDTs Jack on the apron, rolls him back in the ring, and then hits his senton. Kind of, because the first angle they showed, it looked like he completely missed it. Yeah. When they showed the replay, it looked great. So maybe it was just shows that there is smoke and mirrors here in sports entertainment. Mm. But Akira Tozawa with the senton pins Jack Gallagher <laughs> and uh, gets a point here in the tournament. Yeah, I'm going to give uh, Tozawa some credit here. Okay. Uh, no, I'm going to give WWE some credit. <clears throat> okay. Because we keep seeing Tozawa get beaten in like less than a minute on Raw. And people are going, how can you do that to a guy who is, is he now, is he 2-1 and one or 3-0? He's 2-0 he's he's two. Two um, in this tournament. Who's yeah. storming this tournament right now? Yeah. How can you do this to this guy on Wednesday nights? He's doing so well. Different. But it's smart. It's smart. He's like, hey, you're putting me out first in a gauntlet match and I'm against Bobby Lashley? Pfft, just pin me. I got a, I got a I got a tournament match True. on Wednesday. Wow. So I think he's being smart and I'm giving wow. them credit here. Wow. Kayfabe, he's like, why should he give a shit about these raw matches? He could be your interim cruiserweight champion. Interim. Yeah. Do you know what that <laughs> means? Interim. Interim. Wow. Well Akira Tozawa gets the points. He has a match promo <laughs> afterwards and he says, Two down, two to go. He says his next opponent is Phantasma. And I will beat you. So, uh, Akira Tozawa, Phantasma next. But what did you think? I, this match actually, was a little short. Uh, it was short. I I like both guys. I actually really like the way the match started with uh, Jack just running at him with that drop kick right away. It was quite frantic right at the beginning. Um, and, yeah, I think, I think the problem is with these two is we're a bit tired of watching them. They're both fantastic wrestlers. Right. But we've we've seen them since the beginning of this 205 live thing. And there is a bit of that 205 stink on them that the likes of uh, Phantasma, Kushida, hell, even Drake Maverick, because we haven't really seen him wrestle, doesn't have. Yeah. So when I see a, a Jack Gallagher, a Tony Nese, and a Kira Tozawa, there's kind of that, oh, okay, these guys again. Yeah, again. Which is crazy, because Akira T- Tazara especially, I think is so entertaining to watch. Mm-hmm. But I've just been conditioned over the years to not really care about these guys. I agree. The WWE does that, though. Like, yeah. so many people 
are like that in our eyes. Like your your Kurt Hawkins, your Zack Ryder's, your because they we've seen them be those guys for yeah. so long, right? It's the way WWE portrays them. Talking to us. of um, those two right there, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder, they put out something the other day where they're really hoping to do the tag league in New Japan. Wow! And I'm like, that would be fantastic if if these guys could really kind of prove it and just be like, hey, we're good. We can go as well. Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins in the New Japan Tag League sometime mm. in the future would be crazy. But I guess this is the part of the show where we mention someone who some some ones some people who should be in the Tag League in every fucking Tag League. The Revival, the yes, Revolt, the Revolt. They joined Chris Jericho's podcast, and I I I'm honest, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, but I listened to that one because I am a big fan of of those two. And well, there there are NXT guys, right? Yeah, like they they killed it in NXT. I've been following so we, them. We have that kind of. I mean, I know parent figure roles. Yeah, them, really, you know. I I've watched them for so long. I did it. You know, I've been doing an NXT review for a long, long time back in the in the archives, and I've watched them grow and to see what they what they've become. And it's it was like sad. So the fact that they're taking a chance on themselves. That whole interview was amazing, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, simply because I'm a fan of them, and listening to it was very inspiring, um, and I can't wait to see it wrestling was, back with them. They made me excited. I I was trying to work out as I was listening to it whether they were kayfabing us, of and they've got to deal with AEW. Yeah, probably because they mentioned all these teams. Um, they mentioned like the Briscoes and the North, who are obviously ROH and Impact. Yeah. Where if they're with AEW. They're not going to wrestle. And right. uh, Gorillas of Destiny from New Japan. Yeah. Um, they mentioned those matches. And, <clears throat> and the Bucks. I feel... Well, yeah, but the Bucks are AEW. Yeah. This is what I'm saying, where I feel they might have been kayfabing us a bit and swerving us. Sure. Um, I'd love to see those matches. And unfortunately, in a different climate, you could go, yeah, we're going to take six months. We're going to wrestle all those matches outside of the major companies that we want to wrestle. Indie shows, exactly. indie dates. Do the Gorillas of Destiny match, do the North match, um, do the Briscoes, and then be like, right, and now we'll go to AEW yeah, and have that Young Bucks run. Unfortunately, the landscape isn't like that right now. Right now, And yeah. if you've just come out of a contract, and I'm sure they got a, a bit of a payoff leaving WWE, but you're going to want to make money as soon as possible, and an AEW contract is offered to you, and you can start working right away. You might want to just take it. Which, what's, what's their names now? Cash Wheeler and Dax, Dax Harwood. Harwood and Cash Wheeler. Uh, yeah. this, the, the way they talked, I was I became even bigger fan of them. Um, we didn't know each other yet, but we wo- both went to NXT TakeOver Toronto back when. When it was Revival 2 out of 3 Falls DIY. Yeah. One of my favorite matches I've ever seen live. Um, if not one... Like, it's just fantastic. And they talk about that match as well. Um, and that's when I was like, these guys are fucking goats. And they can go so far. And I know wrestling's the least thing you should be worrying about in these times right now. But they made me excited to see where, what can happen when things oh, are back to I think to it just opens up so many opportunities. And that's why, if this was normal, I'd love to see them just wrestle everyone right now. Yeah. Um, I kind of don't want to see them go to AEW right away. Although... Business-wise, it's the smarter thing to do. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, the idea... I'm I'm writing the reports for Impact um, on the post-wrestling, post-wrestling site right now. And the North are one of the highlights for me on that show. I think they're fantastic. And obviously, from just down the road here. 
Um, I've watched them in, in Smash Wrestling and Squared Circle for so many years here. I Toronto. never really thought about them against the Revival until they mentioned that on the podcast. And I go, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can kind of see that there's, match in my head. There are so many teams uh, I, I would like to see the Revival. Do. I would I would more so like to see the Revival do New Japan. I would like to to see, you know, the Bullet Club has run its course. Just have two. You, you know, they always, they always like to have, uh, like, the the hot heel kind of thing but you don't need them to be in well, any of the bullet club well especially when you think before all of this happened it was um we got the gorillas of destiny get the titles again yeah i'm over like the hundredth like time them. but it looked like it was uh ibushi and well, ibushi and tanahashi who were teaming Even up cooler and to imagine win that. that match so imagine going in the revival against those guys yeah geez but i i gotta ask you Braden, <clears throat> out of the two who's the marty <laughs> out of who's Kota Ibushi and no, Tanahashi of <laughs> yeah no I'm I, joking they, they made some good points yeah, about that but yeah, yeah. Um, no um, I I love Marty Jannetty and Action Bronson and Wiz Khalifa have a song called Marty Jannetty which is a great smoking one anthem. of my favorites yeah yeah you don't know it at all you, you've told it to me before. oh okay it's fantastic we'll play we'll, I'll, we'll play for you later after sure. we record um yeah, uh, I, I absolutely love that, and uh, I know Revival haven't been in NXT for quite a while, and but I have watched them for a long time, and t- their matches in NXT were so killer, and to kind of see what they've done on the main roster is kind of like ah, I think I still wasted. I still see them as NXT guys because they had such they started brilliant. it they were in that perfect timing oh, of when yeah. it was great the American Alpha matches the yeah. DIY matches yeah so good so. Um, I'm looking forward to when wrestling, you know, you know, again, wrestling is not the most important thing right now, but no. when wrestling, when, when we can go back to bars, when we can go back to wrestling shows and not be paranoid one time in this world in life, if we get there again, we will, we'll see that. We'll see some cool wrestling. <laughs> We're such marks. We're such marks. Um, so there's our little bit on the revolt. Uh, Cause uh, I like these guys say, yeah, yeah. No flops, just flops. No flop. What is it? No flips, no fists. What is <laughs> no flips, just fists. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Uh, they'll come up with some new stuff. The Shadow Machine, right? Shadow there, Machine, yeah. There you go. Shadow Machine. There you go. Um, we now back to NXT because there's a match we I can't wait to talk about. And it's the next match here. Zaya Lee versus Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green comes out um, with a... I realize Chelsea Green's theme song is a ripoff of Nicki Minaj's verse in monster oh Kanye completely West. you don't know what i'm talking about again <laughs> you don't know what i'm saying but someone out there find chelsea green's nxt music and tell me it's not supposed to be monster by kanye west Nicki minaj's verse particularly okay uh i know my music year and, I, and i'm pretty sure it's there she's also wearing what you called a tutu chelsea green is wearing yeah but, like a kind of ripped up but it's not it's part of a wedding dress from her old character right. the hot mess okay so uh little cool back. yeah a little nod there to her history there Zia Lee, chelsea green they start off they go up against each other there's boots to faces uh Zia Lee is beating up chelsea green hitting her with a series of kicks when uh Aaliyah runs down which, oh yeah if I'm... you thought this this epic rivalry was done you thought wrong oh. jack I yeah, Jesus Christ! This, <laughs> I, you were on your, you were looking down on your phone, and all of a sudden Aaliyah comes down, and I go, you weren't looking, and I go, you mean it's gonna continue? I can't wait. And you were like, what? And you look, and you see Aaliyah, and you just like this, part of you died. <laughs> someone needs to. 
I, I might look once the show is up when these two first had a match, Xylee and <laughs> How many times Aaliyah. did they fought? I think, did we vote it our worst match of the year last year? Pro- and probably. And I'm pretty sure it was early in the year as well. Um, Imagine I was, they've only fought like three times, but like... <laughs> I, I think it has probably only been three times, but it's, it's the fact that neither have moved on to anyone else. It's... Uh, I want one of those... Th- there was that, that wonderful... Like it was a T-shirt or an image or something of uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, but also as Steen and Generico. Yeah, and it said "Destined to fight forever or do this forever." Zaylee and Aaliyah. Zaylee and Aaliyah. Just I don't one know her with a fan and her with a Versace handbag or one something. of them. One of them's with the fan and one of them's with Aaliyah with the bloody nose. Yeah. <laughs> Just, fight forever. Well, we we just both laughed when we saw Aaliyah. It's like oh. Okay. Again. Why not? Why move on to it? If it ain't else? broke, don't fix yeah. it, right? Well, they've, they've got to eventually have that takeover match in front of a crowd, right? Wow. It's it's calling for a crowd, surely. Well, Zaylee obviously gets distracted and um, she tries to... She beats up Aaliyah at one point. Okay, sorry. Executive producer John Ceno just said their first match was June 2018. Okay. So we're coming up to... Fuck, we're coming up to two years. Fuck. <laughs> The feud they, they were destined to do this fight forever. Jesus. So Chelsea Green gets the advantage here when, when Aaliyah takes a bump from Exile gets kicked in the face there on the apron. This allows Chelsea Green to hit an unprettier. And when I say hit an unprettier, I mean almost hit an unprettier. I don't know what it is with this move, but it more so looked like it was kind of Zaylee's fault. I but think she I, kind of hits the. Unprettier. I think it was Zaylee. I she just didn't like bend down know. at all to take this. I feel like I'm super negative on this whole thing, but the, like yeah, she we've seen this move, the unprettier, for years with Christian, and then all of a sudden Chelsea Green is using it, but she's used it kind of. It's not worked out. She's kind of botched it. It's very odd. I think. I think uh, Zia Lee is incredibly green, but has this awesome potential within her. Because mm-hmm. you'll hit some of those kicks, yeah. and you look at her and you go, wow, that that looks awesome. But she hasn't been wrestling long. I'm pretty sure she was one of the people in that Mae Young Classic where they were like, she's wrestled two matches and is in that tournament. But she has the... Um, the background in martial arts and stuff. So a lot of her stuff looks good, but she's very green. And Chelsea Green, on the other hand, I was under the impression she was pretty good. Yeah, we, right? we went to All In. We've, I've watched her in Impact Wrestling for like, quite I a while. I didn't watch Impact back then. I like the hot mess. But I've, I've heard like good things about this Chelsea Green. Her gimmick was our gimmick. We just get lit. Yeah. And she, she, I thought she looked pretty good in that ladder match. Um, yeah. in the, the fake over as we called it yeah. but a lot of these singles matches have been so so sloppy and almost on the embarrassing side and yeah again I feel like we're negative on it but but it's true it wasn't there, very good there's something we just look at each other and like scratch our heads like what happened there and yeah and I, I think there's I think there's something there with both of these women I, th- I think both of them could be very good yeah um, but this this was not at all well, she doesn't call it the unprettier. It's the I'm prettier. That's well, it, what, it was neither. Like it, it wasn't pretty. It just sucked. Uh, what's pretty is Robert Stone, her manager, uh, hanging out in her pool with her while Zack Ryder's fired. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess we're seeing Aaliyah, Zia Lee again down the line. I can't wait. Next I, week. I hope uh, so. I really hope so. Yeah. 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 
great. Hell in a Cell. I've, I've been waiting. I've been waiting for that. Iron Man Tables Match. <laughs> Iron Man Tables Match in a Cell. I've been waiting for it for so long. Loser leaves town. Sure. Ali's <laughs> <laughs> been here for a while. Jeez. We have a video package for Dream. Velveteen Dream. He says, tonight, Adam Cole, the Velveteen Dream's going to beat you. And it won't be a dream. Sorry, we should also mention that like Aaliyah looks like she's now part of the stone brand right like uh, there's a there's Robert a, stone like offered his he kind of like is like hey thanks for taking a kick to the face because chelsea won yeah essentially is what it was uh velveteen dream basically cuts a promo saying it's not a dream it's dream over because mm. he's so over so that's our main event tonight the world the nxt title match but now it's time are you ready the debut of someone huge in nxt it's time to what is it fall and pray fall and pray fall and pray are you guys ready it's the debut of carrion cross and scarlet we see this uh image on the, the screen of like a, a dragon or a bat or something hopefully well, not a bat i think it was a no it would have been Eagle, a, it would have been crow. no it would be a crow or a raven yeah some ca- carrion is essentially like um like birds or insects that feed on the dead so it would be one of those birds that feed off of dead animals okay uh yeah it's that in the entrance and it looks looks really awesome actually and scarlet is there scarlet uh changing her name to just scarlet uh she's standing there who's debuting as well and she's kind of it's black and kind of white with the background smoke and and fog really give uh like i know AEW's the goth show but we got quite a few goths here we got some vampires and now some i don't know what you would call this this couple uh this goth type couple but fall and pray as she's standing there looking very wicked um outcomes carrying cross and it's like this crazy i know we we may or may not mention on an up next where we went, we got really lit the other few weeks ago like he- heavy in quarantine times and we just started blasting some meatloaf and we were all about meatloaf this was close to it this is bonnie tyler Right. For me, this I've is been black in a weird... white with big hair running through gets all metal castles with a bit of that metal I've, guitar. I'm going to be completely honest. The past few, th- this quarantine, I've been listening to, watching different things, listening to different things. I went through a Black Sabbath and Dio phase just yesterday and two days ago, and this was all up that alley. Yeah. This was rainbows in the dark. This was holy diver. This was so cool. I was not expecting this. There's at all. a bit of a tai chi going thing going on like Tai, like tai Chi from New Japan New Japan because yeah. she's mouthing the words which I think she sings or not so much sings but mouths talks yeah. the, the lyrics which are like fall and pray and TikTok and, and all this stuff so very spooky and, but very cool uh, I really like this the image especially Scarlet is really cool she looks so bad she's almost like black cat but metal like just really cool um, I, I actually was kind of skeptical Think coming tonight before mm. seeing any of him because okay. I thought they would just do a simply goth kind of I'm scary big heel, but I think they actually did it a, a good thing here. I was at SummerSlam when Bray Wyatt returned. We both were at The Fiend, the debut yes. of The Fiend. The entrance was what people remembered, and it was so cool because it's like, oh, that's pretty badass. This was badass, and the dude didn't even wrestle yet. By the time he has the match, and it's carrying cross well, against... Also, once they get into the ring, the lights turn orange. So it's gone from the black yeah. and white filter to this like orange, like fire-like 
uh, and there's smoke fog everywhere, everything. smoke everywhere, and they're just standing like in the my middle, room. looking like a million bucks. Like, yeah, it looks great. Um, and this guy's huge, scary looking dude. Um, and then it clears, and poor Leon Ruff is just already in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Some jobber here. Sorry, it's NXT. We don't say that. We say enhancement time. Leon Ruff. Uh, Leon Ruff just gets destroyed. Karrion Cross hits a Saito suplex, just dropping this kid on his head. Picks him up, hits another one, and then like kind of hoofs him in the air deadlifts him into a cross-faced chicken wing or what they're calling like the cross bearer or something like that but looks the cross jacket the cross jacket, the yeah. cross jacket and it's all over and carrying cross instantly gets the victory here this is exactly what you need to do to create a new star there's no crowd who cares I think he still came out and it was awesome these what was it three minutes maybe yeah were my favorite three minutes of the show this i i agree they, usually i say like yeah I, I agree this was this was my highlight because I, I am not super familiar with this guy beforehand. I've seen more of Scarlet than I've seen of him. Right. I've seen very little of him, like maybe under five matches. But to see this was his intro, I'm cool. I like I like spooky shit. I like good wrestling. Dude did both of it. You talk about like the it factor or the X factor, where, which is that, that star quality, which you can put something on someone else and you can go, mm, this this whole entrance could be... Like, so campy. A lot of people I've seen have compared it to... We talk about the Ascension on, on our 2012... Yeah. Uh, was Next. NXT. The entrance is very similar, to be honest. But there's that yeah. star quality... He looks which like Which neither guy it. in the Ascension had. No. And we laugh about it. Every week they do their entrance... It's lame. And commentary, like, you've got Byron going, Oh, that's, that's one of the scariest things I've ever seen. And you're like... It's like Dexter Loomis. They say, hey, he's so scary. Because, like, yeah, cool. But this is way more effective. And here, just the two of them have that it factor. The music, the, the smoke, the, music, the lights. The music, the smoke. Even miming along. Miming along, like, lip syncing could be so cringy. And I'm watching it going, do I hate this? And I'm like, I don't think I do. Uh, I really liked it. I really liked it. Me too. And then when the match started, those two Saito suplex just killed him dropped him on his head the match was over right away um interesting that they didn't mention the champa attack not yet. at all wait for it champa's resting yeah well i maybe i'm wondering he's... if maybe he's not sure because you'd bring it up surely sure this first match you'd moro would say something like and you gotta think tomaso champa is watching this at home or something like that it seemed a bit odd they didn't bring it up at all um, but what a debut. I love this. Yeah, I thought as debuts go, this was pretty cool because I usually know a little bit about people, but I haven't seen much. I, the, the, what we're told is cool. He likes horror movies and he's scary and, and it was cool. Uh, and Scarlet coming out like a blonde Elvira almost, like cool, metal-y, yeah. just, just really badass. Uh, yeah. I just want to go to Frank in the, in the YouTube room right now who s- says it perfectly. For people that don't know him, this basically was saying, hey, this guy is important and you should pay attention. Yeah. Which is true. You think of like the Nakamura entrance in the past, the Finn Balor. People that don't necessarily know them from their previous stuff see those entrances and go, okay, this guy is someone I need to pay attention to. Yeah. Karrion Cross and Scarlet. This was, this was awesome. So fall and pray. Fall and pray. You all will. I'm going to continue to listen to some, some hair metal this week then. Yeah. That is just you were be- listening to some earlier, before the show even started, I noticed. I've, I've been on a de- I, I've grew up listening to Ozzy and, and all sorts of stuff but uh, I've been on I, I loved I always loved Dio but just recently I've just been revisiting some some. Me- I go all over this quarantine's making me do weird things man <laughs> I watched Bob Ross the other night I'm all over I'm going insane 
but I absolutely love this. Uh, cool to see Carrie and Cross and Scarlet. Need to see what they continue to do. Fallen prey. Fallen prey. We see a video package for Io Shirai and Charlotte Flair tonight. They will go one-on-one for the NXT Women's Championship. We see kind of the promos they've cut on one another in a video here. Charlotte says, I'm going to dominate Io Shirai. Charlotte Flair is the greatest of all time. Io says, Castle's where the queen lives. I'm destroying it. Um, And that is next. But we have a little interview with Matt Riddle and Timothy Thatcher. The interviewer goes, hey, Matt, you know, last week you were attacked. I want your thoughts on that. And he replies, Bro, <laughs> to her, and I loved it. Uh, he says, Imperium had the audacity to ruin the newly bro show, and that, that's unforgivable. Uh, I am hoping he's bringing that a throwback from the unforgivable YouTube videos. I'm probably, you probably don't know what those are, but when YouTube was like a new thing, there's these YouTube videos called Unforgivable. Fantastic stuff. Okay. I want a uh, chicken sandwich and some waffle fries for free. Nice. No, that's someone knows what I'm talking about. Okay. Matt Riddle says, uh, it's unforgivable and we're going to take care of it. We're going to take care of Imperium. And it's up to Tim if Tim will step up and, and be my partner again. And he says, Matt, you knock him out, I'll tap him out. So he's accepted the challenge and next week is the match. How long before that's on a t-shirt? You knock him out and I'll tap him out. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. There's no, no flips, no fists. Hey, you've seen the other T-shirts they got. Like, man, <laughs> jeez, yeah, I guess. Uh, we go to commercial, but when we come back, it's it's my main event. If you ask me, this is my main event of tonight's NXT. Io Shirai challenging against Charlotte Flair for the NXT Women's Championship. Do you know why? Because Io Shirai gets me high. It's been a little while. Yeah, she's yeah. I feel it's been a while. That's it's been a while, but she's here. She's got my back. Yeah, I, I think this was the match I was most looking forward to. One hundred percent. These are two. We, we both both said it. Two of our favorite wrestlers. Full stop in WWE. These are two of my favorite wrestlers. One, hands down. Yeah. These are two of my favorite wrestlers in the company. All brands. All whatever. Whatever and you want to say. These are two of my favorites. A few months ago, this is a match we probably wouldn't really think was going to happen until EO moves up to Raw. And that's a worry as well because we see how they treat how like people like especially foreign talent are treated on the main roster. So it's it's been a match that we didn't necessarily think we'd happen, but Charlotte coming to NXT and allowing it to happen <clears throat> is exciting stuff. This is a dream match essentially, yeah, I think uh, so. And in, they're allowing us to watch it. Um, and we speculated, will this be just a taste of something to come? And it looks like that's kind of the answer, but. Um, We'll still get into it because this is this was this was a lot of fun. This is a dream match for some people. This was my main event. Io Shirai, Charlotte, Women's Championship. They have their classic intro here, like it's a takeover with the, the lights out, with the spotlights on each of them, with the announcer saying, you know, their introductions and where they're from, and all that sort of stuff. And the bell rings, lights are back off, up, and uh, they go back and forth. They kind of like Charlotte is bigger and stronger, so she's using her strength and winning this test of strength. But Io is using her agility and getting out of all these moves, including does the the matrix counter and then does a kip up and then series of like backflip handsprings and just showing off how fucking gangster Io Shirai is. Um, but Charlotte Flair finally grounds her with a figure four neck lock. Now, if you are aware, I know we're not there yet in our was next, but Charlotte Flair used to use this like 
maybe even finish the figure four necklock in her early days of NXT. I've always loved it when she rolls with it and yeah. then she does like the face she did it. stomp. She did it here. Yeah. The face stomp into the mat with it. Charlotte's so good. Uh, Charlotte then does a kip up showing her like, hey, uh, whatever you can do, I can do better because yep. I'm the queen. Charlotte is Beyonce of WWE, in my opinion. She's If Beyonce had a, also a rich, famous dad. Because uh, they're both queens. She's got a husband instead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but I mean, Eo's got evil. <laughs> He's no, essentially Jay Z. Would Jay Z be Ric Flair in this? Oh, one. Uh, yeah, I mean, completely. Now, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jay Z, Ric Flair comparisons on up next, and it came from you. I'm sure both I'm are so popping. Both are popping for that. <laughs> I got compared to Jay Z. I got compared to Ric Flair. Yeah. yeah. They love it. Jay-Z listeners, def- regular listeners, they're often in the DMs of our Up Next podcast saying how much they enjoy our work on a Wednesday night. Those are two of my favorite people ever, <laughs> Ric Flair and Jay-Z. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's Jay-Z who took the diamond from uh, Dallas Page. Dallas Page, yeah. So Charlotte is working on, on EO and she's getting a little cocky here because she's the champ. But EO fights back. There's a kick to the gut. EO hits her classic springboard drop kick. She they go to commercial break. When they come back, there's they when they come back, she hit the drop kick. Sorry, but then there's like a top rope Frankenstein or top rope Hurricane Rana from EO Shirai. Just looked perfect. Um, but it's only a two count. Flair fights back, lays EO out, goes for a moonsault. But as Maro says, the classic call: no water in the pool, no water in any pools right now. By nope. the way, yeah, yeah, fucking COVID, can't even swim. Um, Rick Flair, sorry, Charlotte Flair just eats shit hitting this moonsault to the mat. Um, EO then hits a 619 tiger faint kick to the side of the head, then the flying knees in the corner, the meteora for a two count. Then EO goes up for her moonsault. Now, both these women have beautiful moonsaults, but both are different. They're so different. Which is crazy. It's the same move, but both do it so differently. EO Shirai just gets so much speed on hers. She's she's like speedy and low, whereas... Charlotte's is very arching and high, yeah. from, so she's falling from a height. We're just nerding out about moonsaults. Yeah, no, they're beautiful, both of them. Uh, and EO hits this fast moonsault, but Charlotte just manages to get the knees up, like in the last second there, and then hits a giant big boot to the face for a two count. She goes to powerbomb EO, but it counters into a Rana, sending Charlotte headfirst into the bottom turnbuckle. EO then goes up for a moonsault to Charlotte on the outside, but Charlotte moves out of the way of that, and EO just, like, tumbles, like, almost does a double moon, essentially, rolling on the outside, landing, kind of eating shit as well. Which also, like, you're you're going from that height and landing on your leg, and we know the she's just come back from a knee injury, so brave move to do, but, like, also makes sense like injury wise in, yeah. the, in the match so she's selling the leg and she's like ah I just missed this moonsault and out of nowhere Charlotte just finds a kendo stick yeah. and smacks Io across the back with it thus causing a disqualification Io Shirai wins the match technically but Charlotte remains champion ain't that a bitch but as she's beating up Io Shirai out comes a returning Rhea Ripley she makes the save attacks Flair, Flair jumps ship. She runs off with her title. And there's kind of a standoff with Io Shirai and Rhea Ripley where Io's like, yo, I didn't need your fucking help. Get out of here. And she's yelling at her in Japanese. And Rhea is yelling at her. And as it goes to break, 
she's yelling at her in Japanese, and Rhea says, "Shut up! So just shut, keep, up. Shut, up. shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up!" Just an Aussie telling <laughs> telling her to, to to shut up. When the match happens, and we have that epic video package leading up to the match, you're just gonna get shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Um, uh, so Rhea Ripley coming for the save, which I think sets up not so much a triple threat, but a Rhea Ripley's back in the scene. She can challenge again for the title rematch. Got a visa sorted, I guess. So Io Rhea Ripley is a, something I guess we're going to. At this point in the show, I was actually pretty happy with this finish because I think um, it sets up again for something later. We kn- we know Io's due a rematch now. She she technically won the match. It was a DQ. She's owed a rematch, and I feel I think it was a bit too early to go to this match. But WWE did a th- that thing where um, they've given you enough of it where this was solid what they did. Yeah, but you know this isn't the real match, and we'll get the real proper kind of twenty twenty five minute match epic. That, epic that these two should be able to put on down the line, and hopefully with crowds and stuff at that point. Um, so yeah. at this point, when the DQ happened, I wasn't too negative on it because um, I think I want to see this on a bigger stage. And now you've got Rhea Ripley back in the mix who can mm. kind of, between the three of them, drag this, I shouldn't say drag, but extend this story a bit longer until EO can... I'm hoping, eventually win it on the bigger stage. Right. Okay. Well, if you're saying in that direction, then yeah, it makes sense. Uh, again, Io Shirai is literally one of my favorite wrestlers. I've for said sure. it a million times on the show. But as is Charlotte Flair. And this is a dream match for me. And you know what? This was my match of the night for, yeah. for me on this show tonight. And I really liked it. And I, it still kind of delivered. And as it was just even ramping up even more, it was it was stopped with the DQ. And like you said, I wasn't even that mad. I was like, yeah, okay. It's a trailer, you know? You, you're putting out, this yeah. is the final trailer where you go, oh, I, I see there's good shit in this film. Yeah. Before you eventually actually get the proper film. I think I could watch, like, this was not that long. It was, I think I could watch them wrestle over oh, I, and over. I, I think their chemistry will be good. Yeah. Um, and this was a great little teaser. Because I could come out here right now and say, oh, this this wasn't what I thought it would be. What a bullshit finish, blah, blah, blah. But no, I see the bigger picture. Yeah, completely. Yeah. And yeah, I'm sure there are people saying that. But it's, yeah, okay. But this had a week's build and in front of no crowd. I still liked it. I like, still, it's Io Shirai and Charlotte. It shouldn't be that. It was still good. It shouldn't be the match right now. This was still my match on this Absolutely, show. Absolutely, me yeah, too. Yeah, it was so much fun. And maybe I'm biased, but I'm a big fan of both of these two. And I, and yeah. Uh, but don't worry, Io Shirai fans, I'm the leader of this 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 group. And uh, she's going to win the title one day. And when we do, we'll all get high for Io Shirai. But that day will come soon when she dethrones the queen. Um, we have... Uh, a commercial break, but when we come back, it's Rhea Ripley being interviewed about how she's back, and Io Shirai kind of gets in her face there. Rhea's like, "Hey, Charlotte beat me at WrestleMania, but that was one night. She got lucky." And Io kind of comes up, and they start to get in an argument, and then they start to brawl and fight, and they're being picked, they're being held back by referees, trainers. Steve Carino shows up, Robbie Brookside shows up, everyone's showing up, and they're stopping these two from killing each other. I don't know if it's a. Um like a character turn and maybe Rhea is starting to move more heelish or whether it's just her delivery, but she just seems so whiny here. Ripley? Yeah. Yeah. She seems it's more heel. Like Io Shirai is the pure baby face here now. Yes. And I feel maybe, and she's been criticized for her delivery a lot, 
but it just seemed very whiny and excuses. And so I see moving forward, these three are all going to be kind of mixing with each other. Maybe we'll get a triple threat there. But Io is your baby face now who should be chasing that title. Remember when Io Shirai was the star of the NXT women's division and then Rhea Ripley just came out of nowhere and then got that slot and then won the title off Baszler, won, beat Baszler's like streak kind of yeah. and then got this push when it should have been Io. Yeah. And then now Io all of a sudden has a match and people are going to be like, oh, that was that was pretty good too. And yeah. now we want to see that. So I, I'm interested in any of that, but... I, I'm, I, I have need to, faith in this story going forward. I have I think, faith because I just eventually one day we will see EO and Charlotte one more time. And EO will have her moment where she does beat the queen. Like, hey, fuck you. I beat Charlotte. But it's WWE and it's Charlotte. So Charlotte over everything. Charlotte over everything. Mm-hmm. We have another match in the NXT Cruiserweight Interim Tournament here. And it is Kushida versus Jake Atlas. Uh, Tom Phillips mentions that Kushida's just been winning matches by hitting arm bars out of nowhere. And he hates to use out of nowhere because it's cliche, but like literally Kushida hits it out I of actually, nowhere. I actually like that line because yeah. it's Tom drawing attention to it. Yeah, yeah. I know we all have those, <laughs> out of those lines we have to push, but yeah, he literally yeah. hits this out of nowhere. Um, and both guys start the, the match starts Kushida Jake Atlas they go back and forth up and down and move it all around there's handstands there's all sorts of different things um, at one point they're being technical counter for counter where Atlas does do a handstand and Kushida's like ah fuck that shit and just kicks him upside down in the arm which why do more people not do that yeah why yeah. watch a guy why do a handstand why are you doing a handstand fuck off and then just kicks him I loved it um, sends him to the outside and then off the top rope to the outside Kushida does a beautiful swan dive somersault sent on just one of the best moves he, he he's the best at doing that It look, because anytime a guy flips it looks cool yeah. Oh, you're flipping in the air. That looks cool. But so often you go, yeah, it wouldn't hurt though, would it? Yeah. Whereas this, that he's like, like landing back actually like onto the top of your shoulder. Like yeah. it's going to hurt. It looks awesome. Uh, back in the ring, Kushida hits his palm strike in the corner. Shote. Um, Atlas fights back and dumps Kushida with the German suplex. And then a running like shining wizard Enziguri type kick there for a two count. Atlas then ducks uh, like a back back suplex, but th- sorry, he goes for like a, he ducks a clothesline, and then does like a backflip cartwheel type thing, and then jumps up and catches Kushida by the neck and hits a pop up neck breaker. This looked crazy, but only a two count. It's like uh, a flipping matrix escape. I don't even know. What, I'm gonna rude. say a backflip into a pop up neck breaker is what that was. It was cool, is what it was. Um, Kushida. Uh, like runs at him, but then there's a, a tope from Atlas. They then are uh, fighting up again, and pretty much out of nowhere, as Jake Atlas flies towards Kushida, Kushida catches him out of nowhere, flying armbar, and he taps. Kushida gets the win. Kushida gets the point in the tournament. Uh, I liked how Tom Phillips is like, "Hey, Kushida's been winning matches with uh, this flying armbar." And then he wins the match with. It was when it's like Ronda Rousey's UFC run. They literally told you all the time, "Yo, she's gonna armbar people." Like that's what she does. And then every fucking fight was her winning with this armbar. And you want to see it. And when it happens, it's cool. That's uh, what wrestling finishers are. Love it. Yeah, I like this. Um, Kushida should be winning here. He should be yeah. like storming through someone new like Jake Atlas. But Jake Atlas also looked impressive he looked as well. Good. Uh, and the idea with like winning with an armbar, it's something like that is once you're trapped in it, you've got to tap. So it can be the tiny mistake. So it it doesn't hurt Jake Atlas at all here, yeah. I don't think. 
Um, but quite an enjoyable cruiserweight match here. Yeah, uh, I liked it, and Kushida gets the victory. After the match, Kushida says, uh, time will tell. And uh, he's gonna win this. He's gonna win this tournament. Yeah, I like this as well, and I love me some Kushida. I think he should go on to the finals, if not yeah. win this whole thing. Finals: Kushida and Drake Maverick. It probably can't happen because of the brackets here. But uh, no, I think Kushida Drake Maverick is the last match. Yeah, of that bracket. Yeah. yeah, maybe next week. I think that match. Um, we have up next the return of someone who was attacked mm. and taken out. Finn Balor. He comes to the podium. He's a valedictorian. He's going to give his high school speech. Yeah, I called it the altar, but yeah. The what? The altar. Oh, yeah, yeah, Where sure. priests speak. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, he's going to lay down some facts. Actually, he spits some bars here, to be real. Uh, Finn Balor says, I used to think the biggest snakes in this place were in the office. Wrestling Playbook 101. Attack the guy, get the push. The big push. The music, lights, smoke, lasers. But then the bell rings, and now you're in the ring with the prince. There's nowhere to hide. See, I'm a patient man, but whoever attacked me, the push you're expecting, it won't be a push. It'll be a squash. So who's he calling out here? He doesn't know who attacked him. Is this a whole other who shot Aleister Black? There was a little, um, yeah, there was a little dig here at Karrion Cross. Yeah, seemed, I thought Because Karrion so. Cross took out Champa. Yeah. And obviously he's been taken out. Yeah. So it, for all he knows, it could be cross just going and taking out everyone and now you come out and you have this big elaborate entrance personally i'm i'm not a massive fan of like the inside wrestling terms being used in promos okay talking about the office talking about pushes and squashes and things sure i find it a bit lame to be honest um and i i think he could have worded it differently and it those two words are so insider and it's yeah, I feel it's deliberate when they're used here. Yeah, I, that didn't bother me. It was um, fine. I, I, I just, I don't know if going Finn Balor carrying cross is the right decision, which I don't think it is. But well, I mean, it's it's whether we don't know what's going on with Champa. Maybe Champa doesn't want to be working through this. Sure, he finished off the Gargano story because Christ, they've been trying to finish it off for so long. Yeah, and maybe he might be a bit done now. So you might be pivoting, and the attack was carrying cross. Um, maybe he's talking about Io Shirai and her lasers. Maybe. And smoke knows? and mirrors. Um, but I like we've got a little bit of a mystery going on now. Remember when we had the mystery of Aleister Black? Oh, that yeah. was some fun stuff. There was. We looked back at it and go, hmm, there was some ups, there was some downs, but there was some fun Wait, stuff. It's def- you need something to... I don't think NXT has had that, I have to watch the next episode. I gotta know what's it, happening. Which it had for a while. Um, so The reveal. Sure, I think attacker. maybe if we take out someone else... Have someone else laying out backstage, and it can be a bit of a a story going on. Um, yeah, but I'd say maybe it is Cross. We'll see. He's the biggest name that's in there right now. He's got smoking lasers. He does. Don't we? my room's got smoking lasers? It does. We have Cameron Grimes. Um, <laughs> hey, mom, can we have Hangman Page? And mom says, "Yeah, we we don't need to get Hangman Page. We got Hangman Page at home." This is Hangman Page at home. <laughs> Cameron Grimes comes out. <laughs> I, I don't know why I get so much enjoyment out of this. Guy. I know I just made a dick, but I'm gonna. We are big. You're Cam- right. He is a kind of. He's a real budget Hangman Page, but Trevor I mean completely Cameron different wrestling wrestler wise. But gimmick wise, it's he's over in the BDE here. We love him here. There's something about him because he. I mean, he's deliberately playing like just a shit, you know, and like the way. 
as he's walking to the ring, he's just chatting shit. And there's no one there. He looks annoying. It's like who With are you that talking shit to? hat. He's got a shit hat. We love him. The shit waistcoat. Like it's great. He, I love this guy. He's got he's got his vest looking like Aladdin. He's got his his uh, his hat. It does, I don't even know what's going on, but we are big fans of him. We support him. Um, I would love to have a beer with this guy one day. That's all I know. He looks like a good time. He lo- even though he's budget hangman. He'd be mad about his beer, though. He'd be like, this doesn't have enough hops in it. I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. He'd call it warm and flat. And Who I knows? Know, or he yeah. probably drinks Coors Light. I don't know. Yeah. No, someone just well, no, got mad. No they're, th- no, they're the worst people, though. Oh, no. Hey, people this are beer's flat. Yeah, you ordered Coors Light. It's, <laughs> it's water that looks like beer. Someone, I, I'm oh, not... but I've been drinking Coors Light all my life. It's like, yeah, you, you can't be complaining. Someone's mad at you because you're make, we're making fun of hey, Coors Light. I enjoy Coors Light every now and then. Yeah. Rarely, but yeah. every now and then. Uh, you know who? someone who looks like they enjoy Coors Light is Denzel Desjardins Insurance. <laughs> He's in this match. This, you said this guy's been on like all the, the main roster shows too. This, this yeah, this, this guy's been on Raw like for weeks now, just being killed. Well, guess what happens to him here? Cameron Grimes, Denzel Dejeuner. He's basically a putty, if you know what I'm talking about. Cameron Grimes goes for the stomp after as the bell rings, which he'd done in pri- prior matches where he just hits the stomp, the cave-in, and beats you. He goes for it. Denzel blocks it, hits an overhead belly-to-belly suplex, looks great, hits another one, flying Cameron Grimes goes... But as he gets up, he runs at Denzel, jumps up in the air, hits the cave-in, stomps him down, pins him just like that. Cameron Grimes wins. I actually really like this. As we were watching it, you you were going, who is this Denzel Dejanet guy? And I was yeah. like, oh, he's just been on the main roster. The cave-in was, like, dodged. Yeah. He hits the suplexes. And you're like, whoa, oh, he this good. guy's good. Yeah, he looked good. This match was about 20 seconds, yet managed to look great yeah. for about 10 seconds, which... It's cool, I think, but obviously Cameron Grimes winning with the stomp again out of nowhere. Uh, no one a, does as it. a squash match. I thought this was pretty fun. Uh, I agree, and no one does it quite like like Cameron Grimes. The cave in the flying oh, stomp. Yeah. So he many wrestlers so do. Yeah, he does it perfect. It's crazy. After this match, Cameron Grimes grabs a microphone. He said, "The times are changing around here. It's Grime time. It's Grime time." <laughs> Oh, do we change the title of the show? To Grime Time? Oh, God, no. Uh, Papa Rolly and check your 40. Get ready for Grime Time. He says, I deserve better than this. Cameron Grimes deserves better than this. Cameron Grimes deserves better. Cameron Grimes deserves more than what he has right now. So, Finn Balor, if you want to come out and and talk about, you know, who's attacking you and talking about people and, and taking spots and pushes. And as he's talking and running his mouth, the camera reveals... Finn Balor walks out on the apron like, bitch, what did you just say? You talking about me? Walks out behind him as Cameron Grimes is still talking about him and just kind of stands beside him. And Grimes realizes like, oh, shit. And then it's like, ah, sorry. Uh, I didn't know you were there. I didn't mean this uh, thing. And Finn Balor just says, yeah, you want to talk about me like that? We'll talk you want to slap my... me in the face? You, yeah. wanna, you, you said wanna you want to slap me in the face. I'm right here. Slap me in the face. You want to slap me? Well, slap me. So Grimes doesn't do it, doesn't do it, and then goes to hit him, but Balor blocks it, uh, knocks him down, hits a, a this, like a double stomp to the ground, essentially, of Grimes. Then a running sling blade. Cameron Grimes retreats and runs away. And Balor is just like standing there, kind of s- 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 being like, yeah, that's what I thought. Then looks at the microphone and, uh, and the camera, rather, sorry, looks at the camera and says, there's a snake in the long grass back there. Best way to kill a snake is to chop its head off. 
Um, what I enjoyed about this is Cameron Grimes, his character, doesn't realise there's no crowd. So, <laughs> so he comes out, we were saying, he comes out during his entrance, he's chatting shit, he's looking at people in the audience who aren't there, yeah. chatting shit, he wrestles his match, he then grabs a mic and cuts a promo as if a crowd are there. And, True. And Finn Balor comes out as if, why are you saying this here? It's like why, Ferris why, Bueller at the end of the movie. This out why are you still here? Go why home. are you doing this? And I found it really funny because it was Finn Balor just taking an opportunity here to go, hey, there's no crowd here. I can just walk out and be, hey, you want to slap me in the face? Slap me in the face. Yeah, it's true. I like sc- scary Finn Balor, by the way. He's intimidating. Well, yeah, he's now a, a baby face again, but, but he's, he's got cool. this edge. It, it yeah. works so much better for him. Yeah, he's way cooler like this. He's the prince again. Um, and I like the I like the snakes in the grass kind of thing. Uh, you gotta, it, that is, I hate snakes. I don't like snakes. I'm scared of them. I've gotten over my fear. I used to be very terrified, but... Uh, I do know that if you do, I've not done it and I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to say, you know, violence against animals, but if you got to kill a snake, the snake's trying to get you. I know one way to kill a snake and that's to cut its head off. And I think that's a good way of just killing most things. Yeah. To be honest. All right. All right. That we're on the same page. Yeah. Great. Snakes in the grass. Got a fucking lawnmower. We go to our main event of the evening. It is the NXT world title match. Adam Cole the longest reigning NXT champion of all time, defending against the Velveteen Dream, who comes out with his elaborate entrance with, like, is it a painter's hat? Like a French beret type thing? All I know is the Joker, Jack Nicholson's Joker, wears it in yeah. the Batman movie when he's... Like, like a, yeah, French beret. I think. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And fishnet, like, hands, things. He's, yeah. he's all over the... It's Velveteen Dream, right? And out comes Adam Cole... And it's a it's a title match, and you know what? It doesn't really feel like a title match. I'll say it. No, it doesn't have that vibe. This this is kind of a cold. This I mean, this is the first um, whatever. uh, Off the top of my head, this is the first NXT title match since the empty arena thing. Because obviously, the the kind of takeover we had before at WrestleMania weekend was the Gargano Champa. Thing. That yeah. was the main event. Cole has hasn't really been on TV. No, so we haven't really seen a big title match um, here. No, and this story just hasn't been clicking with either of us. No, so it has not clicked with me. We this did nothing to for me going into it, and didn't really do much coming out of it either. So Velveteen Dream with his sparkly tights and his his flashy gear. Against Adam Cole, Dreams slaps him up. They go back and forth, and he just slaps him, and he's chasing him around the ring. As they get back in the ring, Adam Cole hits a super kick and then runs at Dream, but Dream hits a huge spine buster, probably shouting out his his boy Triple H. Um, there's then uh, an attempt of the Panama City Sunrise from Adam Cole, which is blocked, and and Dream hits him with his like like almost what is it hammerlock underhook DDT swinging yeah. DDT type always thing. looks great the dream DDT yeah the dream DT which is just awesome but it's only a two count there's then a super kick by the dream but it's a two count pump kicks from Adam Cole lifts him up in my favorite wrestling move ever the Ushiguroshi suplex lift or as I call the Sushi Garoshi Sushi Garoshi for a two count dream kicks out Adam Cole then super kicks him um, he however 
falls and then dream falls on cole but it's a two count uh undisputed era run down to ringside but out of the ring slides dexter loomis who then stops undisputed era he fights them off in the ring there's the purple rainmaker but loomis like throws roddy into the ref who's like kind so of distracted. yeah so as the ref is through the ropes to eject everyone from ringside roddy charges loomis who does like a pop-up yeah and sends roddy into the ref as far as ref bumps go, I thought this was pretty clever. Took a bump, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that stops that. He can't get the pin on Adam Cole. He does the fake ghost pin, but the ref is down. He then climbs up to the top and does a like jump to the outside onto everyone in Undisputed Era and Dexter Loomis kind of out there as well. Uh, but as he goes back into the ring, the ref is kind of getting up. Adam Cole somehow gains advantage, hits the super kick to the face, exposes the knee and hits the last shot and Adam Cole is still the longest reigning NXT champion of all time because he pins Velveteen Dream retaining here tonight uh, this I went into this being really cold they, the story of it didn't make any sense to me it was just it was falling flat from the get go even before kind of this kind of world we're in right now with empty arenas it, was, it wasn't really clicking didn't make a lot of sense and here yeah, they, they got their stuff in, if you will, but it just didn't really do much for me, if I'm being a little negative. Um, yeah, this, this didn't do much to me for me either, especially where I said I, I didn't mind the the dodgy finish with the women's match, yeah. but then to have it again here True. as well Two was BS like, finishes. oh, come on. Yeah. Um, the match never got going. The the interference seemed to happen like right away. This This match didn't seem long at all. I didn't feel that kind of like main event feel that no, I should be getting these two going going at it. Um, part of me wonders. I don't know what's going on with uh, the Velveteen Dream kind of Twitter sure, scandal right, thing, right? And whether this was a way to slightly put an end to that. Adam Cole won. There's an asterisk over it that Dream can easily challenge again down the line he wasn't beaten clean but also if you wanted to take dream off tv for a little bit whilst this is all being investigated maybe it's adam cole maybe it's adam cole that's that's cold right now the undisputed era there's no crowd there's no nothing just wrestling's just weird in general uh maybe you know you you turn undisputed era face because maybe they kind of are face now that there's really no crowd Uh, I think there should be a face run soon. Wait, so Johnny Gargano beats Adam Cole again? Like, they're going to have a that, rematch that's again. That's an interesting point. Um, I'm trying to think of someone turning, like, heel to babyface during this era. And maybe that's tough. You need a crowd there to kind of really sell that that turn, that heroic turn from heel to babyface. I don't know. I think it would definitely freshen up the Undisputed Act and could put a bit more mileage in this title run. Yeah. Um, but after Dream, like who, who do you have? You can't do Gargano Cole no. again, even if you ch- the roles are reversed. You can't, um, like Keith Lee, but Keith Lee is North American champion. Um, NXT seems very cold right now. Maybe Adam Cole attacked Finn Balor. Maybe uh, the Luchas who are trying to kidnap people attacked Finn Balor are looking for the title. Who knows? I mean, yeah, Finn Balor Adam Cole is definitely something you can go to. Um, yes. Other than that, I, there aren't, don't seem to be much options, and it does. The product does seem very 
very down right it now. It feels down because the whole world is down. We're all in this weird situation, and it, it obviously does affect and also you know, what's, crowds. And what I I mentioned the other week um, before I I was off last week, but uh, the week before, where does Loomis want a tag team partner? Is it something about him wanting friends? It seems friends. like friends. It seems like he's got beef with undisputed. Yeah, I don't. So understand. are we having Loomis going for the title? Yeah, it's not uh, that exciting. Cool guy helps you out. All right, cool. It, I don't know. Um, I know we're the NXT show, but when I, we we usually do this show and Wednesday nights, and then we watch AEW and do a show to, on Thursdays, and like that show is like way more fresher than this show. This gets cold. It's getting cold. It's they they haven't done well during this empty arena era. At no, all. I don't think so. Um, it's there's which, there's glimmering I, things of things we, we talked about things tonight that we really liked like my highlights tonight I really liked seeing Io Shirai and Charlotte go one on one it was a little taster I do want to see way more out of this down the line in history of wrestling these two should face each other on more than one more occasion but I also really enjoyed um, the debut of Karrion Cross I thought that looked really cool there was no crowd if there was. They would have been going crazy for they this would. guy. They would have been chanting fall and pray and all that. And shit. It, it makes me realize how, because um, we've talked in the past about moving NXT out of full sale, like but before all this COVID stuff happened, mm-hmm. um, about would they be able to do different venues and stuff. And I think part of the success of so many of those NXT characters is that full sale crowd, are the people that are familiar with everyone there and get behind a guy and a chant and something. And maybe that's something that would be lost if you went touring because this, this show has definitely lost something since yeah. moving to uh empty arena. Whereas raw, sometimes I put on and I go, there's always that asterisk by the shows that it's empty arena. It feels odd, but some weeks of raw have actually not been too bad. Mm-hmm. We've got fresh faces, uh, fresher feuds. I like Zelina uh, Vega is killing it right now. Anything Zelina Vega Whereas is great. <laughs> NXT, more than anything, misses that crowd. There's such a character there. Yeah, I think so. Full Sail is a character yeah. itself. Well, we've been watching this for quite a while, and we, we that is a thing. You're, you're probably right. Um, it, it's just a bit of a lull right now, I yeah. think. But all, all entertainment kind of is, right? Like any night shows, they're all doing no crowds and at home. And like just everything's just kind of weird. And it's, it's, it's not just in my wrestling world, but in life in general. Like, can we just fast forward and... Go back to when yeah. things were normal again, because I really missed that. Uh, I really miss New Japan. <laughs> Fuck, do I miss New Japan? Uh, but that was NXT from May 6, 2020. Um, that's what we thought. I know we did put up a feedback thread, if you want to read the first one there. Um, I know that every Wednesday, when NXT airs, forum.postwrestling.com, we post up feedback. If you write in some comments or questions, we'll read it on the show. Uh, go for it. We start with... The Sushi Master, the birthday boy himself. Whoa. You are the chosen one! Charbel. Long-time listener of this show, Charbel. Long-time, all the time. Um, we, we did something a little special for him this week. It was his birthday, so we uh, someone in his family hit us up, hit you up, and was like, hey, we want to, to hook up some birthday messages for our, my, my boy Charbel. And of course we obliged. And we sent some love to him. So he's he's like, thank you guys very much. So thank you, Charbel, Hope for supporting. Hope you had an awesome birthday, mate. Yeah. Let's see. What, he, what did he say? So, wow. Put all the titles on Killer Cross and Scarlet right now, goddammit. Wow. I don't even know them. And I don't care. <laughs> this was lit AF. I really think Gargano and Candice will be great together. 
We just need to give them some time. Just couples here at NXT. Yeah. The power couples. Do the, the mixed match challenge again. The Dusty Classic for the mixed next match. year. Mixed wow. match. Uh, seriously, why am I discovering Scarlet just now? <laughs> because I watch only WWE products, maybe? Brady, it's your duty as my mentor and master to keep me informed of every woman wrestler as lit as her. Um, I, I'm Charbel. That's on you. Uh, I will be quite honest. I have had multiple listeners on many occasions and friends of this show always say to me that when they think they have come across a new, uh, you know, women's wrestler in in, in the indies or whatever company, they think they they found it and they're going to share and send it to me and say, look, look at this new wrestler. But I have already followed them or liked their posts. I'm always up on things, Charbel. Come on, what are you talking about? Uh, I'm I'm joking. But uh, Charbel, yeah, calm down. Um, he goes. Hope you're ready for my new catchphrase. Scarlet gets me, and you can check out on forum.postwrestling exactly what Charbel said there. <laughs> I'm not. Reading um, that. I'm not reading that. Uh, but he asks, what did we do for May Fourth? Uh, well, Rise of Skywalker was added to Disney+. Plus. We've done all our Star Wars reviews except Rise of Skywalker, which we're going to do on this free feed in the future. But uh, I- I'm Star Wars out a little bit. So, you know. I, I find it really funny because obviously I wanted to do the, the Lost shows this month because it's, it's the 10-year anniversary of the finale. And didn't really think of Star Wars Day. And when we started doing all these Star Wars shows months and months ago, how good would it have been to have planned it to end our whole review should have. on Star Wars Bad Day planning. itself. But you we, wanted to record Gilligan's Island. It's we, cool. we missed the boat there. Uh, <laughs> Isn't that the whole premise of the show? Missing the boat? Uh, or a plane or something? I don't know. Pl- something plane like. crash. <laughs> plane crash. Monsters. Polar bears. I don't know. I'm watching the Sopranos. Everything's about mafia and getting whacked and clipped. And I don't know. Different worlds. Uh, but yeah, we had a pretty tame May 4th, I think. Speak for yourself. I just watched Load of Lost. <laughs> I watched uh, Annabelle Comes Home. That was what sounds it. wild. It was sounds crazy. wild. It got too crazy to be honest. It was insane. Uh, we go to Paul from New Jersey, who says it had to be pointed out with all the company cutbacks, firings. Aaliyah is still gainfully employed, and it, that's really something. It's an opportune time to ask whose naked pictures does she possess? Who he's saying? What does Aaliyah have on some higher ups that she still has a job? Imperium cuts a great promo, and I learned tonight that Raw Tazawa and NXT Tazawa are two different people. <laughs> And on to the main event. No, not Charlotte EO. I mean some Kona facts. Oh. Number one, did not attend high school with Kona Reeves. My life isn't that spectacular. Uh, oh, yeah, because he, he said the, the high school Kona attended to. And we were like, oh, did you go to school with him? Oh. He's saying no. He says, number two, Kona participated in the inaugural Dusty Classic teaming with Alexander Wolf. He was a replacement for Marcus Louis. Wow. Facts. Oh, I think I remember my I do. I watched it. He says, P.S. Brady, thank you for giving Marty Jannetty his props. Next to Bret Hart, Marty is legit my favorite wrestler of all time. I usually just say Hart is my favorite because, let's face it, Jannetty would have been committed years ago. Love the show. I think I've talked about Marty Jannetty twice saying the same thing about the, the song and, and Marty Jannetty. And oh, you said it three times at least. I, it needs to get more over every time I say it. No, I remember Marcus Louis. He lost a hair versus hair match to Enzo Amore, didn't he? Lit! Yeah. It's so lit. I, I'm looking forward to getting to those days on yeah. what's next. And finally, we go to mystery. Tonight's NXT was certainly a thing. Why is Green and Aaliyah likely becoming a unit? They are both pretty awful in the ring and have an incredibly low ceiling. Rip Rebel Heart. Never forget. <laughs> yes. With Ripley returning, who do you guys see as the face in the feud now that it involves three women? As biased as I am, I have to say Shirai 
she did win via v- DQ, and Ripley is trying to butt in now. Yeah, I think Shirai is the clear baby face. Yes, one hundred percent. Tonight, she's totally. the cool hero. Speaking of Ripley, was it me or did her promo come across as slightly heelish? She really doesn't have a claim to another title shot considering she lost completely clean while EO won her match, although it was by DQ. And finally, no big shock that Cole retained the NXT title. With the allegations floating around regarding Dream, I don't think WWE wants to risk putting it on him right now. Wish the finish was a bit more original, though. Yeah, that kind of covered that as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, we did. So thank you everyone for feedback. Uh, thank you one for listening. That's NXT. Uh, again, if you, you like what you hear here and you want to hear us talk about not only old school NXT on our was next shows, that's on the Patreon, but our best matches ever. We're doing the money in the bank, like we said, and then our money in the bank watch along this weekend. So we're doing so much more content. Um, uh, it's been a lot of fun. So not only do are we doing the show, but all the other shows we do. Patreon.com slash up next. 205 gets you a bunch of shows as well. Your new Lost stuff that's coming. But five bucks a month uh, gets us all the shows. Gets you all the shows. All the game shows we've done with John Away. All the future shows we're doing. All the stuff. So that helps us out. And that is uh, what we've been doing. And it helps keep this show free. Uh, and who keeps this show free? Well, that is our patrons. If it wasn't for our patrons, we probably wouldn't be able to do this uh, show for free every week. I mean, maybe during COVID we would. But we both have jobs (laughs) as well. So um, we would like to just thank some of our very kind patrons who keep this afloat. And I'd like to start with Varuj Baltajian, Matthias Rampka, Falta Prey. Jake Allenar. Hey, thank you, Jake. Windy City, baby. Adam Ali. And Peter Smiloff. Thank you, Peter. And thank you to Adam Tursa, Tursa Igni. Oh, man, I'm botching that one. Wah! Sounds like he's in The Sopranos. We go. We, we also thank Brad Coping. CJ Walker. Wah! Ethan Lopez. Wah! And Philip Carrera, definitely in the mob. Thank you to all those people, and thank you to all our patrons who support us. Um, and thank you to anyone who listens to this show. Uh, we do do this show because we like to be your NXT friends. Friends! And uh, we like to watch wrestling and other things like Star Wars and Lost and, and Nerd Out. And especially in these these trying times where we're all at board going insane and going crazy. And uh, it's cool that we have a little bit of a, a society. You can follow us at... On Twitter at Up Next Podcast, we tweet through there and um, we we share all the shows we've been doing, our schedule, all the patron shows, all that stuff is up on on there, and it's been so much fun to do as well as this show. So uh, even if we're sometimes negative on NXT, we're still super fans. We're all marks, um, and we're all wrestling fans, and it's cool that it all kind of brings us together in these weird times. It's it's fun. You can't like hang out with friends or family anymore because you're supposed to stay apart and not touch it. You know not touch people not share things be six feet apart whatever but you can still be friends with wrestling fans all over the world absolutely what is it like yeah sex is cool but wrestling friends online is even cooler something like that yeah yeah. something like that right uh so it's cool i like the little community we have and it's great so uh thank you for listening you can find me brayden harrington i am on twitter and instagram at the bray d and i am at davy portman and we will be back next week again wednesday night with another edition of up next covering nxt we go live on youtube youtube.com slash up next but uh yeah thank you for listening Take care of yourselves. Wash your hands. Give 
you know, each other love. Be, be, be happy. Everyone's getting sad and anxious and scared in these crazy times, but just chill, you know? Life's a garden. Dig it. You yeah. Know, you know what I'm saying? I, I do. Yeah. Do you? I think you're rambling. All right. Okay. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Take care, goodbye, and fall and pray. Ahoy! You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers in select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details.